Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Soul Velocity. I'm your host Nehal Singh and this week we are celebrating the Shaktis. Shakti Awakening is a book which was born from a simple idea of just giving hope to many 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 about stepping into their own power. And that's how it initiated which grew into a Facebook group which developed into a tribe and today it's a saga of 24 stories and to be very honest now it feels just like a beginning a beginning of something bigger we don't know where how how big it's going to be but we know this something has been initiated there is a force that has been initiated and that's why it's all about shakti because shakti is energy and energy always shifts it it just shifts and changes its place it never uh ends and that is what this uh this book is all about so today i do have a special shakti with me we hold a very different relationship altogether and have known each other in different phases of our lives to be very honest um or i would say she has seen me when i was probably just a simple person trying to find her way in this world uh not even sure about you know how to have the right conversation at times at times that's how i feel i saw myself uh a little low on self esteem or uh self awareness and that's when we met to today we being in our own powers and in in our own spaces and zones owning ourselves of who we are and being proud of who we are while we are learning to evolve every day we are still proud of who we have become so um who am i talking about i'm talking about olivia ananya zoe so olivia welcome 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 for our uh, podcast today and this conversation which has been longing for so long uh and before i start talking too much which i generally do why don't you just go ahead and tell us a little bit more about who you are So, uh, first of all, thank you so so much, Sneha, for uh, organizing this podcast so that I can relate to people and people connect to me after this conversation, and they can see some light in themselves. Uh, well, this is Olivia Ananya Zoe, who stepped into womanhood in two thousand seventeen. As uh, many people now know me, that I was a gender dysphoric kid who was struggling a lot since the birth. you know coming into this world uh, of womanhood it was not very easy it was very challenging it was very skeptical though it was traumatic in many phases of life but the only power which uh, gave me uh, the motivation to move on is that i wanted to see my smile always on my face and i always wanted to be a woman of substance who inspires who is sensitive who is kind who is loving to many many people and even one life if i inspire in this entire world i feel great about it so that is when an uh, olivia nanazoi came into existence in 2017 wow i still remember the date i'll tell you why olivia because it is a special date for me it's a date uh it it's my anniversary date 27th of october when you actually did the post and that's when we reconnected after years in a way but um wow how how did this happen and when i say how did this happen is you know it's about you stepping into that space and saying nahi mujhe karna hai i want to do this and i'm going to do this 
I don't care about, you know, anyone's opinion anymore. The thoughts, because there are always these questions and doubts and people choose not to talk about it. Or at times they do, but they just don't talk to you. They talk about you. So how or what, what were you thinking and how did you make that decision? Ki karna hai. I want to do this and I'm going to do this. All right. Uh, first of all, I would like to give a brief insight about my journey from my birth. Now, I was born, uh, when, my, I, when I was in my mother's womb, my mother always wanted a girl child. So my inception already was there in her womb that a baby girl is to be born. Okay. However, I was prematurely born in seven months. And uh, since then, as in the 80s, we didn't have any kind of... Uh, you know, tests wherein we could have known whether it is a girl child or a boy child because it's a, in the seven months time, you know, uh, all the body parts are not so developed. It's not mature. So that is how my inception was. I was born. Now, when I came into this world, I was, I looked like a girl child. And that is how my pet name came over. My pet name was Honey. And everyone used to call me Honey. Now, as in time passed by, I was always and always treated like a girl. My dresses were very girlish, my hairstyle. There was a small bindi on my forehead as well by my buas and my mom. So that is how I grew up. But nevertheless, nobody, including my parents, didn't know that 80% to 90% of the hormones were females. Nobody knew that. Now, my body evolved like a, uh, like a boy, but my thoughts, my soul, my inner self, my likes, dislikes, my behavior, everything was girlish because I was very inclined towards girlish behavior because of the hormones. Now, as, an, as I grew up, you know, I knew that this is not who I am. I always knew that when you can say I was like a at the age of six or seven, I knew that this is not who I am. But I did not know how to speak about it because those days I know that I was an avid fan of Madhuri Dixit, so I used to dance a lot. And uh, I always used to stay in front of the dressing table and you know, uh, looked at myself left, right, center, and whatever my mother used to have, the powder or the bindi or whatever the stuff she had, I used to put it on when she was not there. That is how the inception of a baby girl child started when I was super young. However, since I always say that I was from a very, very orthodox place, Bihar, the people were not open. I mean, we were not allowed to fluently speak about our beliefs or our thoughts and opinions at that point of time. So it was a great struggle for me in my school days because I was cornered a lot. During my college days, I was cornered again. Okay, I mean, people were not accepting me as a specially uh, able child, I can say, or differently able child because my likes and dislikes were very different from what boys were having at that time. And um, to be very honest, I was very happy being with girls. I mean, uh, if this podcast is released, I know that many of my school friends who are girls, they will be delighted to hear this because I always used to stay with them. And that is how my inception started. But as in I started growing uh, you know, into a young person, into adulthood, I realized one thing that somewhere 
I have to make this right. That inner uh, Shakti was there within me who was, who was just trying to say that, get out of your closet. This is not who you are. You're just trying to cover yourself. You are behind the curtain. You have to show the world the real you, all right? And you cannot sustain your life. Now that passed over after years and years. I came to Pune thinking that you know, if I start uh, working, uh, maybe that, you know, my mind will be diverted somewhere. But one thing is said very apt in this world that a truth is a truth. Nothing can destroy it or cover it up. So the truth was that I was a girl. But in order to convince my parents, in order to even come in front and face them was a big challenge for me. So in 2009, when I was in the same company as Neha was, I went home, I explained to my parents that this is who I am and this is how it is supposed to be. But in 2000, again, people did not have that open mind. And I was told that, uh, you know, you are just, uh, you know, badmash ho, you know, this is just a uh, democracy tour hai. You know, you're mad. And uh, <laughs> most of the people used to tell me that, you know, uh, to my parents, I mean, that was a very idiotic uh, suggestion which anybody could give that, you know, get, get uh, Olivia married and, uh, you know, sab ho I knew that this is not going to happen. So I decided that when my mother gets retired and when she comes to Pune, when I pull her from Bihar, that is when I will decide about me. But during this journey from 2009 after, mentally, it was a big challenge to pick myself up because I was almost in fragments, because I did not know anybody whom to talk about it. I had not met any trans women. I had met, I, I did not speak to anyone who can even relate to me or connect to me. So suggestion and advices are, was way too far. But I knew that I had faith in God that something better is going to happen. But when, I didn't know. So after that, um, I think in 2017, um, I, I'm not ashamed of myself. And I would like to mention here that uh, I was into a depressive state because, uh, you know, with gender dysphoria, what happens is uh, that when you are a gay, when you are a lesbian, when, when you're any other, uh, you know, uh, gender, it's very easy for you to tell the world, this is who I am. But we are already trapped in our body. Our soul is very different. We have to complete ourselves. Now, I didn't know till that time that, you know, I had 80% of, 70 to 80% of female hormones. So neither I knew that I have to go to a urologist who will be telling me about the tests. So I, one day I did try to, you know, attempt to commit to suicide, but that did not happen by the grace of God. And I weeped a lot. I howled, I howled, I shouted that day. For eight hours, I was continuously crying. So I, then in the morning, I got up with all my courage and I said, enough is enough. Now I have to stand up. I have to go and confront my parents. I have to confront the world. I have to tell them, look, Till 2017, I lived a life which you wanted me to live. Now it's my time. Now is the time for me to, you know, go ahead and live the life I want to. With dignity, with respect. Because I was feeling very strangulated in, inside. 
you know, even when I used to go to the malls, even when I used to travel at the airports, it is very difficult for me to, you know, uh, go to the, even the washrooms, the basic amenities, very difficult. And I was so hesitant, even asking help from people. If I used to go to Delhi or, you know, Calcutta, wherever I used to travel, I was very hesitant. So I, I thought, I said to myself, this is not how it is going to happen. So 2017, I started Googling it up and um, I found, uh, I can say the creator, um, Mr. Nare Dr. Narendra Kaushik. And somehow I, I just believed in him and I thought, oh, that, let's go and meet, meet him. I don't know whether things will happen positive or negative. Let's not think about it. Let's me go and meet him. So March, 2017, I went, went to meet him. And uh, it's not that you have to meet him uh, at first phase. First phase, you have to consult a psychologist, the psychiatrist, because they will be the people who will be able to gauge your mental uh, you know, status as to where you stand, whether you really are gender dysphoric or you just want to get yourself separated. Mm -hmm that I was told to go ahead with my various tests which included hormonal tests as well and to my delight I mean I was very happy the urologist told me that you have 78% of female hormones and he was very amused to see me like this as so he asked me how did you survive all those years you know and uh, I told him that uh, you know God is there to take care of me so that is how I survived so he just uh, kept his hand on my head and he said, child, you must live a life which you deserve now. It's not what you need, it's what, it's what you deserve. So then I went to meet Dr. Kaushik. Now, I mean, he's a magician, I would say, because when I entered his reception, I could see beautiful, beautiful girls sitting in, in the lobby. And I entered his cabin, by the first look itself, he said that, um, you know, I don't have to work so much on you. Okay. And I believe that uh, you can do a lot of miracle, then I will do it on yourself. So then he heard my story from what there are a lot of questions, there are a lot of forms which I had to fill. And uh, I told him about my abuses as well when I was a child. And that is when he looked at the report and he said that we, we are going for the hormonal therapy, which is for one and a half years, was that after review, if the hormonal medicines and injections are working fine, then we will definitely go ahead and carve you. So that is when, when I started my therapy. Now, when I had gone, you know, I had a very broad face, broad eyebrows, I can remember short hair. And <laughs> looking at me, the ural, uh, the, ural, uh, the psychiatrist, he told me that you gender dysphoria. Hai? And he was shocked. After six months in September, I was called for a review just to cross-check whether the hormonal medicines are doing justice on my body. To be very honest, I'd like to tell you proudly that the hormonal medicines worked wonders on my body. My face changed, my body changed. I mean... Whatever happens in a puberty to a girl, that was happening to me. And I was very happy about it. And thanks to my hormones, which was giving equal balance to it. And after September, it was decided that we are going to go for this business operations. So I was very delighted by it. At the same time, I was very tense because my parents did not know anything about it, that this is the decision I made. So that was the time when the, my doctor said that you mentally and physically, you have to 
let go Nitesh, which was my old name. And you have to welcome Olivia as a person in your life. That is how my journey started. And 2018, after my successful hormonal therapy, I went for the surgery and the result is, I mean, I was very uh, uh, terrified that how am I gonna look, how will I be? And to be very honest, the result is in front of you guys, but I'm very, very happy with what the result is today. And um, believe me now, I get a lot of uh, leeways being a woman. <laughs> to be very honest, I enjoy the attention. I enjoy the, the kind of credit that you get when you go to the airport, when you go to the lounges, you know. I really like this madam, madam, you know, really, really superb attention that I'm getting. And when I got operated, yeah, there was a sigh of uh, sadness in me because nobody had gone for my family. But I know that I'm a very strong-headed woman. That is how I have to be because I have taken myself as my own family. I'm my mother, I'm my father, I'm my brother, I'm my sister, you, whatever you call it. So I have to take a good care of myself because uh, I realized one thing and Snehal also has said to me that I have come here with a purpose, okay? Now, the purpose is to be happy, of course, but at the same time, I have touched many lives who has or will be suffering because of this gender dysphoria. Because the acceptance is still not there, the respect is not there. And believe me, guys, when acceptance and, uh, you know, when the acceptance and love is not poured in to a certain human being, they feel devastated, okay? And, uh, I have to curb the, you know, the 80% people who commit suicide, I have to curb that rate down. And when I was operated before the operation, I took an oath with Dr. Narendra Kaushik that yes, I'm going to the brand ambassador of trans women because we have to make a change here in providing a life to people which seemed to be impossible few years back. But now it's possible. So yeah, I feel almost like a role model at times because uh, uh, people who were doing my hair do hair spa, Snehal must be knowing Phoenix Mall in Pune when I used to go to <laughs> the uh, parlor, Enrich parlor. People were, are so amazed to see me this way now. I mean, there's a kind of a tug of war between the stylists that who is gonna do my hair do? So these things are really super amazing. Yeah, being a girl, being a woman, <laughs> there are some challenges. I can't uh, go out in the night at times. Yeah, that's something which is pinching <laughs> me, but that is okay. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you, Olivia, for just being you always because, um, you know, I, I was having goosebumps because... I've met you then, I know you now, and, uh, you know, our journey has been so, uh, you know, parallel in a way. It's like, you know, you were doing your thing, I was doing my thing, and we stayed connected in some way. I think it was universe who kept us connected in a way, otherwise there was no reason. I don't remember we having any personal conversation about, uh, you know, anyone or, you know, so many common friends we have. We actually have so many common friends. We made a lot of friends in three and so on. But 
our conversations were only about us and i think that is what is, what was the beauty about our relationship as well it was always about what i do what you're doing and just two of us okay but you are right you are a role model in many 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 ways and i personally definitely believe um that you do have a purpose uh because you are absolutely as you said strong headed woman who is ready not only to you know rise herself but hold hands and tell others that you know i know and it's okay you're not alone because sometimes it's only about just listening to that you know as you said about just someone saying that you know you're not alone they don't have to support us they don't have to do anything for us just that confirmation ki tu kar main hu i think that itself changes everything that gives us that different energy or power or shakti as we call it which helps us do what we really want to do and i'll be very honest i'm very proud of who you have picked because you have made your own choices you've lived by it and you take the responsibility for who you are and i think that's the beauty of you being so 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 amazing um and everything that you were saying in a way i think that was a message in itself olivia because all the choices that you made whether people were there with you or not whether you know having that conversation even with parents or your loved ones and you know of uh, going through your own research at the same time you're not able to express and tell that to them as well ki mai you know i'm doing this i'm thinking about it i'm researching or having that second voice to just talk to okay uh and in that also you stood strong so i think uh i i don't think i believe that you definitely have a lot to do and i know that you will uh there's like a lot of love lot of power to you uh you know i love calling you babes i'm going to say that it's a lot of power to you babes you know you just go ahead rock the world and do what you're supposed to do because you have no idea how much we need people like you okay to just say that you know do it do what you feel is right uh so again i know you said a lot of things and there is a lot of message in it but if you had to give one message to our audience today what would that be uh well i would always say that believe in yourself don't cross don't doubt yourself mhm if you feel there is a doubt in yourself think stay calm think about you see your journey see your uh, whatever phases you have been through good or bad it doesn't matter evaluate evaluate yourself introspect and then take a decision and always be loud about what you think is right what you think because it is your life you have to live the life you are you deserve and uh, always i uh, two things i always have believed in that i'll pass into the audience as well live and let live and treat the other person the way you want to be treated the world will be a better place trust me because if we do stop moral policing if we stop disrespecting others trust me the love will flow in abundance and to all those young generation who are gender dysphoric and who want to come out of this trauma who are not able to speak i would only say that evaluate yourself see where you stand and trust me hear your inner voice it's very important because you have to live your life the rest of the world they will live their life but if you do not 
decide on yourself if you do not take a stand for yourself then nobody else would that is what i would like to say true every time you're speaking i'm actually having goosebumps so olivia before i jump to my last question which is my favorite question and in a way you've answered it but i just want to hear it again from you so before i go there anything you want to say to our audience today uh i would always say that uh, i always keep on saying the same thing that that is what i think is required all right live and let live if you think that you are you uh, deserve a better life then everyone deserves a better life okay just because you think that something is not right it doesn't mean that the other person is wrong so you live uh, your life let the other people live their life and always respect each other it's just a matter of situation it's just a matter of time maybe if today i am a karodpati tomorrow i may be a pauper it's just a matter of time and believe me i always believe in karma if you do get you're going to resonate positivity and goodness but if you if your intentions are not wicked if intentions are evil you are going to attract more evil things in your life so be careful <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love 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 what you said because that is so true and everything is about, you know, sowing seeds. It's about how you think. That's why we always say so, you know, how change your thoughts, change your world. And that's where we start sowing seeds and then the actions follow so on and so forth. Uh so thank you for saying that. So Olivia, my favorite question. Uh-huh. <laughs> If how do you want your legacy to be? How do you want to be remembered as? Oh. Uh well as i always say that uh, and i always write smile is something nothing in this world can take it take away so always smile no matter what there will be phases in life there will be darkness but remember there will be light as well you only have to believe in yourself because what is supposed to happen that will happen your worries will only take your peace away your happiness away worrying doesn't uh, give you any positive effect so rather than concentrating on problems try to find out solutions that is the main part and i always say do it with a smile don't frown don't be grumpy smile and do it you will enjoy it more yes 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 and that's how i have always remembered you every time i've thought about you so yes she what she says is what she does and um olivia thank you so much for one i'm absolutely grateful for you choosing the shakti awakening to be a space for you to share your story and um i know that sharing story doesn't come that naturally especially when it has so much of so many teeny tiny stories inside of a story and you know so many incidents that have developed and created who we are today so summing that up and writing it and sharing it so i'm absolutely grateful to you for doing this and choosing us our choosing shakti awakening as a platform to do so uh thank you thank you thank you absolutely grateful and i i can keep having conversations with you however for now guys i think i'm going to bring in olivia again and now we're going to have some more conversations with her because i'll be honest i have so much more to ask her uh but i think for today this is where we're going to stop and we're going to connect again and bring her one more time so if you have anything to say to olivia and you're using anchor as your portal 
uh, you can leave us a voice note. You can tell her directly exactly what you felt after listening to it or your experience, or if you want to connect any of those things, you're free to do. So make sure that you hit that button and send us a voice note. Okay. And uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Olivia. And guys, I will see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye everyone. Thank you guys. And remember, we all are born abundant. All we need to do is claim that abundance by taking one step at a time. Take care, guys. I love you all. Yeah, love you all. Take care. Bye.